Welcome back to Shop Talk. Well, it's been quite a while since I've done a full-length episode, and this is going to be the first full-length episode that's actually going to be on the YouTube channel. So feel free to check that out if you haven't gotten to watch the YouTube uh, channel at all. Today is a very interesting and kind of out there topic. So as you know, I listen to uh, a lot of conservative talk radio. Uh, However, this while it was brought to my attention by uh, a conservative host, uh, Dan Bongino, you can like him or hate him. That's kind of irrelevant for this particular uh, subject matter. He he brought to my attention, obviously not me specifically, but while I was listening, he started talking about uh, a thing called the simulation theory. Are we living in a simulation? And it it is really kind of out there, but it's very interesting. And he, he brought up a... YouTube video, and he played a clip of it. Uh, I won't do that because I I haven't quite figured out all of that kind of stuff yet, but uh, it's it's a YouTube channel, and I'm going to put a little uh, link or whatever it's called in the description on the channel. Now, I looked through some of their videos that are out there. They're kind of different. They're kind of conspiracy type almost things, but uh, he does a lot of research, and he did a really good job on putting it together. Uh, it was pretty impressive, uh, the amount of detail that he went into. I won't be able to go into quite that much detail. I Basically, my research has just been what I heard on the Dan Bongino show and uh, also just going to his video and actually watching it. But uh, it, it essentially is talking about really kind of a matrix style type of uh, uh, thing. And it's, it's kind of, like I said, it's, it's out there and there's a lot of different details. So kind of the base of it, when you start coming down to how they can, why they think that we're in a simulation and different uh, things that help to prove that. So it talks about quantum physics. Now that seems like a very deep way over, it is way over my head type of thing. But when you break quantum physics down, uh, part of it is just the observation of an event uh, can actually change the event itself. So I'll kind of go into that a little bit later. Um, But uh, as, as he was going through this on this YouTube channel, uh, he started talking about some of the, some of the reasons that we think that, that there's a simulation or that some people do. Uh, one of the things is a, called the Mandela effect. Uh, and the reason it's called that is because there's a huge chunk of people that I guess believe that uh, Mandela, Nelson Mandela uh, died in prison. And apparently it didn't happen. I, I, so I don't know exactly how, I don't know much about all of that, but uh, there's a lot of other things that the Mandela effect uh, describes. It could be different uh, logos that we think for sure are one way, and the the reality is they're different. Uh, there's all kinds. You have to look up a Mandela effect, and there's all kinds of things that that for some reason people believe something different than what the reality is. And this is an, another another part of this. Uh, this Philip K. Dick. He he's written a lot of books. Uh, some of the stuff had been turned into movies. Uh, I heard. One of them, I think, that he wrote was a Minority Report. Uh, of course, that was a movie with Tom Cruise in it, and I won't go into what the movie is, but essentially, I guess what he 
claims he got the inspiration from all these films. He had visions, and he thinks that there's this kind of almost sounds like Marvel thing, the the, the different um, parallel universes and type of stuff like that. So uh, he claims that when you get the uh, feeling of deja vu, like you've lived, you've already lived through this particular event, or uh, you just this feels like a memory, and not that you're just experiencing this for the first time. Uh, he he claims that this is because, in a sense, you have and that there's in a parallel universe, or because of this whole simulation thing. Now, that's kind of out there. I I certainly I know I've felt deja vu. I don't know if you have. Um, but a, another thing that they say points to a simulation type universe is the uh, Fibonacci sequence. And this sequence, I'm not going to get into real details, but essentially, you know, like to start it off, it'd be like one plus one equals two, one plus two equals three, and so on and so forth. Um, And if you take and you divide, so for instance, if you take two Fibonacci numbers and divide them uh, by each other, so... For instance, 144 divided by 89 is the example given in in the uh, the video, and this is this comes out to be the golden ratio, which is 1.618, and this is something that we see all over in nature. So all of these Fibonacci numbers are constantly showing up in nature; they're all over the place, and then also this golden ratio is all over. So a uh, number of petals on a flower. This is typically always falls into either the golden ratio or the the Fibonacci sequence. Uh, the dimensions of our of our own bodies come out to be the golden ratio. Uh, the The Fibonacci numbers show up with with our body as far as eyes, nose, ears. Uh, it, it just all of it 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 constantly shows up, and so this golden ratio also also shows up. So you see. All these different spirals, whether it's a uh, a shell that has the the, the spiral shell, uh, or the spiral of the universes, or the, the excuse me, the galaxies that we see out there, um, you know, it it just shows up. You, you can see pictures of just all these things, the spirals, and you can see pictures of all these different, uh, like I said, the shell, a different plant, a different all these different things from all over earth as well as galaxies. And, and they look so similar. And a lot of this is because it's the golden ratio. So um, I talked earlier about the observation, how it can have an effect on um, the, it changes, basically it can change the event itself. So they did an experiment. And originally what they did, they fired waves uh, through. They had one slot. And when they fired waves through, you would get a wave pattern uh, that came through the slot. If they fired particles through, then you would get clumping patterns. And so what they decided to do is they took and did two slots and did the same experiment. So when they did that, when waves would go through, you get a 
wave interference pattern on the this is all on the uh i don't know if you call it a paper or whatever it is that's at the very back this is what they're firing it into that collects the pattern it's a collect collection type of thing and you would get a wave pattern and uh, uh, wave interference so it, basically as you fire the waves through these two slots each slot would kind of create its own wave and they would kind of cancel each other out and so you get like strips uh on on the sheet on the collection and when they fired clumps you would or excuse me when they fired particles you would anticipate that you would get just two sets of clumps and that's not what they found what they found is that they got an interference pattern as though it had been a wave and so what they decided to do was add a detection type thing so it monitored as they were going through and when they started doing this the pattern changed which is kind of freaky kind of kind of weird it, it just doesn't make sense because so now they started firing these particles the waves and the particles and now the the particles instead of giving the wave interference pattern which was unexpected the first time now they were getting the clumping pattern which is what they originally thought should happen. And so it, it was as though the particles knew they were being observed, which is a strange thing to say, but but that's essentially the, what they came up with. They, so then they decided, okay, we're going to try, this John Wheeler decided to do uh, a delayed detection so instead of having originally the detectors were out in front as they were going to go through the slots and what he did is he moved it to just before the collection point now when he did this they could fire fire a wave through and it would come it would come all the way through as a wave until it got to the detection point and once I got to the detection point, it changed to particles. It started acting like particles again. And not only that, but then it started sending the data as all the way back as though it always came as particles, as though it wasn't shot as a wave. So it essentially changed history in itself. It went back in time and changed all the way through. And we see this with... Uh, distant galaxies and light from from out there too does the same thing so it's just it's it's very very strange that that would happen um, and then he starts going into a lot of people cat tried to jump up on here i swear this cat anyways a lot of people that buy into the simulation theory tend to be atheists but the very description of the simulation theory is essentially that there was a ingenious coder a creator a designer sounds an awful lot like god and people like myself i guess christians Religious people, I guess, doesn't even have to be just Christians, but any religious people tend to be against a simulation theory because it's saying that 
someone created and we're living. But we can't answer that question of who, because in order to be a simulation, it would have to have somebody who is a programmer, a designer. Uh, there was some scientists that talked about how either we can't, as a, hu as a human race, uh, as a species, we can't make it to the point of being able to do the simulations or um, what was, what else was it? It was that we can and choose not to, or we are in a simulation. Uh, some people are saying that the likelihood of this is 50-50. Uh, the the other thing that they describe here is that uh, once you make a simulation, that within that simulation they could create another simulation and and continue on down the the path. So this just continues on. It's it's like the Russian doll system where it's like one inside the other, inside the other, inside the other. Um, and so then then they start discussing. Okay, then are we the base? simulation are we the original are we one that's been created on down the line uh, some say that the likelihood elon musk i guess has talked about this and he says that the likelihood that we're the original base simulation if we are a simulation is highly unlikely some say it's 50 50 uh, but more and more people are, are prescribing to this idea that we must be uh, in a simulation Part of the reason they say that is, like I just discussed about how observation changes things, uh, some of it is uh, the uh, limitations that are put on us. So, for example, the speed of light. We cannot go faster than the speed of light. We haven't been able to figure that out. Not that I don't know that we can even go the speed of light, but irregardless, um, we're saying even sending something out, we can't a signal, anything, we can't get past the speed of light. Well, that certainly limits us on being able to find out more information. So they're saying a lot of times when they try to explain this simulation theory, they go to video games. And in a video game, you have an entire world, an entire map, uh, often depending on the video game, but in ones that you have a, a, a large map, uh, and it's all there. But you're not going to receive that information. It's not going to process until it has to. You only get the information that you need in order to play the game. So as you move throughout the map, it will start processing that part of the map and it will reveal it to you. And then the part that you just left will stop being able to be... It only shows you that area that you're in and that you need the information for. And so what they're saying is essentially in order to save computing power that the universe is like this, that uh, this is why the, the, that experiment with the wave versus the particle, uh, the wave is a lot less uh, information. It's more of a general information type of thing. But once it began to be observed, then it became you needed more information. And so it got very specific and turned into acting like particles. This is why they say that it's, it, represents potentially being in a simulation. So I know this is all kind of way out there. It's 
kind of hard to follow. I'm trying to remember everything that I just watched, and I, I would recommend going watching it if you're interested in this kind of stuff. Um, they say that it it does not interfere with your ability to be religious or not, because ultimately, whether it's the Big Bang theory or just admitting that there was a beginning to time, which correlates with the Bible and, and what the Bible says, and uh, that it all was created at one time, and that ultimately what simulation theory is saying, like I said earlier, is that there was a designer. And I don't, I don't prescribe to the fact that we're in a simulation. I don't believe that. I know a lot of people are getting more and more to that, but it seems like we're just reaching for something, anything that can say that it wasn't God. I trust in the Bible. I I don't, I think to me, so many things that we come up with as humans um, mimic nature. They mimic God's creation. Uh, You look at the airplane when they were trying, even clear back when uh, Leonardo da Vinci uh, was working on designs for a flying machine, he was studying wings of a bird, and ultimately it was studying the wings of a bird that they were able to figure out the lift and how that works. So you look at that, you can look at your eyes and how your eyes can focus, and they've studied that, and now you look at our cameras and they can do the same thing. Um, processing information, our, our brains are fantastic at that. Computers are uh, getting, I mean, it, it's it's really over and over and over, it seems that as humans, we want to mimic nature. We look to nature for answers on how to do things. And so it would make sense why people tend to think simulation. They go to the simulation idea because the reality is that's that's all our, our brains are thinking, but, but maybe we're coming up with our simulations and our video games and that, how to do these type of things because God did it first. God wrote programming, so to speak, when he created us. Uh, and he put different things into us that we long for. We long for eternity. That's that's uh, It talks about that, I think, in Ecclesiastes, if I remember right. But there's, because they say now they can actually code DNA. So they can, they can actually go in and put, like, computer code in DNA. But DNA in itself is essentially a computer code. I mean, it's, it's more likely that God created all of creation. He did, he did and all of this that you see and that you experience. And we, we've been able to, like, for instance, in the Fibonacci sequence and the golden ratio, we've been able to discover it and then mimic it. So while we we're looking at the potential of, of a simulation, the reality is even God only gives us the information that we need as we need it. Uh, it's all out there, but as we learn more and discover more, I, I, I would say this is even science in general. As we discover more in science, 
he's giving us that information. He's he's put it all out there from the very beginning. It's always been there. We're just discovering it as we go and we as we learn more. And so to me, it's not that we're in a simulation and that a simulation proves or disproves God. To me, simulations in the first place are simply us mimicking God and and all that we observe around us. So I know this is a a really out there subject, but I found it very fascinating, very interesting. Uh, it doesn't change my opinion. We're here for a reason, not because we were coded or simulated. Uh, we're here because God placed us here. And like I said, I get why they want to go with this uh, simulation theory. But ultimately, it still points back to God. Everything we come up with, every it still comes back and points to God. It, he has his fingerprints over everything. And I, I think we try to overcomplicate complicate things sometimes. And uh, while I find it very interesting, I'm going to stick with the Bible. Uh, I like learning about these crazy things. But, uh, yeah, I I think... Ultimately, we're not in a simulation. We're in God's creation. He has a, a purpose for us. And uh, there's there's a lot of things that I, I definitely see that line up. You know, God exists outside of time and space. And essentially, whoever in this simulation theory, uh, whoever designed it, whoever programmed it, would exist outside of uh the simulation. So either way, I think really all it does is point once more back to God. We're just, again, copying his creation because he's the ultimate designer, ultimate programmer. He's the ultimate creator. So I hope you found it interesting. And uh, I would recommend, like I said, I'll try to put that uh, a link to that channel if you want to watch that video. Um I found it interesting anyways. He did a good job putting it together and doing some research. And uh, So feel free to check it out. Uh, if you are watching on the YouTube, feel free to like, subscribe, uh, share it with people. Um, and feel free to leave me some comments too. Uh, I hope to do some more of these full-length episodes. Try to keep it right around the, the half hour or less. I think is probably a better time than my hour-long rants. Um, but, uh, yeah, let me know what you think. Uh, I, obviously I already told you what I think that, that we're not in a simulation. We're just in God's plan, but let me know what you think. If you found it interesting, um, and then as always, uh, stay salty and be kind, my friends.